Hey, Sarai Man, coming to another Broncos Country Blitz. Wanted to touch base on a few things still going on in training camp that I don't think we emphasized enough in the last podcast. In part two, the Ryan Man's going to be doing a little bit of traveling around, so I won't be back with you for another podcast until after the Broncos-Cardinals preseason game, after the Broncos' first preseason game. But I think we have to talk a little bit more about Vance Joseph. He has got the defense playing lights out in training camp. and. He really has the defensive scheme almost similar to Ajayo Overo's scheme or Vic Fangio's scheme. He's got kind of a mix of the two, and it seems to make all the players on the defensive side very comfortable, very comfortable. And defense is always ahead of offense this time of year. We know that. But it is very, very noticeable how far ahead the defense is right now. And I think it's credit to Vance Joseph. You know, the interesting thing, too, is he wasn't the greatest head coach for the Broncos, but it wasn't a Nathaniel Hackett-type situation. You liked Vance Joseph. You wanted him to succeed. And and I like seeing him back with Denver. I, I like the press conferences. I like hearing his voice again, you know? I mean, really, at his heart, he's a Colorado boy. It's nice to have him back. So if I haven't said it, welcome back, Vance Joseph. Now, we got some bad news on the defensive side of the ball. Jonah, Jonas Griffith tore his ACL out for the year. We have a pretty solid linebacking core, but that is going to hurt. I really thought he was coming on before some injuries last year, and I thought he was going to take another leap this year, and obviously that's not going to happen. Probably going to have to lean a little more on Alex Singleton now. Uh, obviously, Josie Jewell, you know, some of the other players that have a different type of rotation at linebacker. And it's really something that's it's really sad to see. Uh, you know, we're not having the slew, you know, knock on wood or whatever that we had last year. Uh, let's hope we stay away from that, but, but truly a couple torn ACLs again. And once again, it's a trend. It's a trend in the league. There have been a ton of torn ACLs across the league again, as training camps have begun. And, and I, who knows what it is? Some type of conditioning, uh, who knows what it is? Cause it didn't used to be this way, but it seems to be a trend every year that there are a ton of ACLs that get torn during training camp and preseason. Now, the other thing, even though Vance Joseph is playing, has his defense playing lights out, I think the offense is starting to figure some things out. It's really been hit or miss now in training camp. Either it's, it's a bad drive or interception or a really good red zone, you know, red zone scrimmage or, or a really good drive. And, and I think the offense is starting to figure out Sean Payton's system. I said on the last podcast that there has to be patience. It's a Sean Payton system. It's not like the offense is just going to pick everything up right away. Almost everybody on the offense is learning it at once, and you knew it was going to take some time. At least, at least if you knew where we were coming from to where we were going from Nathaniel Hackett to Sean Payton, it was going to take some time. And it seems like maybe, maybe it's starting to click now. And the thing I really liked hearing from Sean Payton the offensive starters, minus Javante Williams, will play in the first preseason game, the preseason opener against the Cardinals. I think that's great. I think that's how it should be. I think really with teams being so, ah, boy, I don't know, just so lazy in terms of having their starters play during the preseason, I think you're starting to notice a difference in the NFL now in terms of teams coming faster out of the gate that let their starters or had their starters, I shouldn't say let their starters, had their starters play in the preseason. I don't say let because a lot of stores don't prefer not to play in the preseason, although there are a few out there that, that actually don't mind it at all. But I think it's a great idea to have these starters play in the preseason. you got to 
come out of the gates a little faster, obviously, than you have in previous seasons. And obviously, you want to make a great showing uh, against the Raiders on opening day. So I, I think it makes perfect, perfect sense to have the starters play in the preseason. I don't know what his plan is in terms of Sean Payton's plan for playing the starters the entire preseason, but it sounds like they're definitely going to play preseason game number one, possibly preseason game number two. We'll see what happens with preseason game number three. And Javante Williams, pretty remarkable. Torn ACL last year, going to play in the second preseason game, barring any setbacks. And that is a remarkable recovery period for him. I mean, talk about coming all the way back. I mean, he didn't just tear his ACL. He had some other structural damage and everything, and he is still going to make it back before the regular season. I mean, that is pretty cool. Considering there's still rumors out there, we might want to sign Dalvin Cook, other things like that. We haven't done any of that, and I wonder if the reason why is Javante Williams is showing, hey, I'm back. I'm ready to roll, people. And that's pretty neat if he comes back, and really in Sean Payton's system, I mean, he has a chance to truly dominate. So we will see. We will see what happens. Uh, when he gets back on the field, you know, sometimes there's always that worry that not going to be quite as fast, not be as decisive with cuts and all that. If But Javante Williams, it's just like every, everything just kind of seems to be going right right now. So let's see what happens when he gets on the field in the second preseason game. And the other thing, too, is Sean Payton is looking at the big picture. He's not looking at it from practice to practice. I know what I want this team to eventually look like, and he's taking it from practice the practice in training camp, making his notes, making adjustments, teaching everybody on the offense, being a great teacher. And I think it's just going to pay huge dividends. And I really think with Sean Payton taking that year off, I mean, he did wonderful in New Orleans. Okay, brought him their first Super Bowl, got the instant chemistry with Drew Brees. And I mean, they were just rolling and they were a playoff team every year. But there were a few things Sean Payton, I think, would admit he could have done better. And I bet you that year off, I bet you it has given him the opportunity to kind of take a step back and go, these are the things I need to polish so these certain things don't happen again. And the first thing I think of is it's just the defensive side of the ball maybe was allowed to slip certain years in New Orleans when he was there. And I, I bet you that's something he's looked at and said, you know, I need to make sure while I'm focused on my offensive scheme and everything like that, that that doesn't happen again. So, almost there. We're almost at that first preseason game. Like the Ryan Man said, I'll probably talk to you on the flip side of the first preseason game, but exciting. We get to see the starters out in some meaningful snaps anyways, for preseason that is, in just a few days. And I'm looking forward to seeing how the defense plays. I don't know if all the starters for the defense will play. They've been a little more hush about that. But it will be interesting. Now, before I close out this podcast, DeMarcus Ware got his gold jacket. He's in the Hall of Fame. Man, congratulations. And wasn't a Bronco for very long, but boy, the impact he had. Well, you know, it's it's hard to measure the impact he had, especially on Von Miller. I don't know if Von Miller is the player that he became and, and, and still is to this day if he didn't have DeMarcus Ware. And I mean, think about it. In Super Bowl 50, they had DeMarcus Ware spy Cam Newton and while Von Miller went off. And it went perfect. The scheme went perfect, and we ended up beating the Panthers in Super Bowl 50. And you felt like because of people like DeMarcus Ware and everything, you just had this 
quiet confidence Broncos country did. You know, the Panthers were favored by everybody almost, and we just had this quiet confidence that, you know, don't think we're going to lose this. I know we're not favored, but it just feels like we're the ones that have the, you know, quiet, calm confidence that they can always be so dangerous in the playoffs and in a Super Bowl. So congratulations to Marcus Ware. My favorite part of it is, yes, you spent most of your career in Dallas, but you had to come to Broncos country to get that Super Bowl. And that, I think, is just the cool capper on your career. Had had the the longevity in Dallas, but to get that Super Bowl ring, you had to find the right spot. You found Denver, and you ended up getting that ring as well. So, until next time, this is the Rye Man with the Broncos Country Blitz. And remember to find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Broncos Country and on Twitter at DDCR underscore BCB.